This is your opportunity to take everything that you have learned from your hustle that you experience on a day-to-day and really incorporate it into your life here where you can have your, you know, mom and pop restaurant and do crazy things and be an innovator because you have a moment to just pause, look around and do things that haven't been done yet here. This is the I Left the City Show podcast. Welcome to episode 29. I'm Andrew Redden. On this episode, I had the pleasure of chatting with Natasha Kasmai Elms. Episode 29. Welcome, Natasha, to the I Left the City Show podcast. It's a pleasure to have you join me. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure being on here. We, we had a chance to chat last week a All bit, right. and you're a technical mm-hmm. curriculum developer, presenter, and entrepreneur, I read. You also are an owner of yes. the, for the halibut, fish and chips. <laughs> and yes. that's an exciting venture. You decided to leave the city and come to Bancroft, Hastings County with your family. Can you talk a bit more about that? What, how did you end up in Hastings County? Well, that's a loaded question, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think, uh, you know, and and having spoken to so many, you know, quote unquote, expats uh, from the city at this point, everybody obviously has a story. And I don't think any of us have sort of a one dimensional story per se. But, you know, for us, it was, uh, it was a combination of different things, right? We, uh, you know, the city is, 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 I would say Toronto specifically is, is very much a vibe, right? It's, it's got its own sort of energy and you either drive with it or you don't. And, you know, we were lucky enough to be raised in Toronto. We lived Toronto. We loved it. We partied it. We did all this stuffs, and it was a great time. Um, but then, you know, life changes and you grow up and, you know, sort of, But uh, you have kids and your life really, your life needs change. And as much as, you know, on paper, everything was fantastic. And we had a great life. We loved every ounce of it. There is that point where you realize that you've just gone on autopilot. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say, I mean, it's not overly negative or anything, but the chaos that surrounds you, the noise that surrounds you, prevents you from having a moment to breathe. And so therefore, you know, we create these experiences for us in that process of living in the city. And I mean, don't get me wrong, it's beautiful, it's wonderful. And, you know, you have the opportunity to create experiences. You wanna see wild animals, you go to the zoo, you go to the aquarium to see all sorts of cool oceanic life and lake life and all that good stuff. But the trouble with that is that it's artificial it's all very artificial and you create that for yourself and you have that ability, but you also find yourself in the process of running around and just in an attempt to create these experiences for yourself, you're constantly running around. And no matter how organized you are and how, you know, accomplished you feel, a lot of times you realize that you're just, you know, you're just extremely organized and organizing the chaos so you don't lose your absolute sanity. And, you know, much like many others who have moved up here, we have been cottaging up here for 
you know, at least about six years on our own and, you know, 10 years some odd uh, before that. And we've always been big campers and we really always enjoyed sort of getting out of the house and getting out of the city and just exploring something new and, you know, seeing something outside of ourselves. In the meantime, while you're in that chaos in the city, you also start hearing about these mindfulness activities, right? That's the big catchphrase these days, being mindful, right? Taking a moment to breathe. And that's really hard when you're getting that bear hug of smug and, you know, you wake up to chaos every day. And so we started to find a lot more peace and that mindfulness without the effort to be mindful up here. And, you know, it, it, you know, my husband started to get really concerned because I was taking down walls at this point with my claw marks against it, not wanting to go back, just craving peace and quiet just for another moment. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's part of it for sure. You want to come up here and you experience that and I'll come back to that in a moment. But the other part is, you know, we often as adults think, ah, you know, and I'm sure you've thought about this. Ah, if I was to go back to being 20, with everything (laughs) that I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. If I knew everything back then that I do now, I could do all this stuff and it would be really awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. But I mean, living in that insane chaos, you can't really, because you can't really hit a pause button. You can't slow down because if you do, you're going to get run over, right? Mm -hmm. One way or the other. And so we start to think differently, right? And for us, we, we really started to explore different options as to, all right, so how do we slow things down a little bit? And it's not to say that, you know, okay, we're done, we're going to retire, because heck, I mean, as much as I love thinking about retirement, I'm not quite there yet. But, you know, you start thinking about alternative ways to create that experience for yourself and say, you know, how do I really use this knowledge that I've accumulated and do something different, right? And you see it. I mean, in the city, it's full of it. There's a lot of amazing young people that are doing fantastic things that we just, you know, frankly, never really had the cojones to do in our young days, right? Because we were busy doing other stuff and partying and doing whatever. Um, But, you know, you you start to look around and then, you know, we, we start looking at friends and associates that start leaving. You know, whether they went to Belize or, you know, up north to, you know, Hastings Highlands or wherever that they were heading to, or, you know, any, anything that they sort of wanted to do, they were, you know, taking almost a sabbatical to do this and you see the results of their actions. And, you know, they didn't have perhaps the same luxuries, quote unquote, to take advantage of as, you know, the amenities that they had because they were living in the middle of nowhere, but, their faces changed and their attitudes changed the way that they spoke change. And so you start to think to yourself, can I do this? Right? So combine all this energy, all that pondering and all that chaos, you know, stir it in a pot with a bit of a middle-aged crisis and boom, here we are. Right. Mm -hmm. We take the leap. You know, we've talked about as long as I can remember, you know, from our dating days that we wanted to sort of explore having a little mom and pop shop right. restaurant. And I mean, that's a pretty high risk thing to do living in Toronto where, you know, everything is just so expensive and it just, yeah. it's, it's absolutely insane. So 
you know, this beautiful place that we love comes up for sale and we look at each other and we are like, you know, hey, let's go on an adventure. This right? area gave you the opportunity to be your own boss, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's not to say, and, you know, one of the biggest misconceptions, I think, from, you know, moving out of the city and we had it too, and many others will have it, you know, after us is that you're coming up here to stop and it's not that at all and in a lot of ways you live a lot harder up here because there's just a lot more random things to do that you just don't have the skill set to do yet right? but how's but your commute though yet. the question would be how's your commute <laughs> compared oh, to if it was in the city my commute is practically non-existent yeah. um you know we're we're really lucky we live very close to our business but i mean even when you are spending some time on the road there's just so much beauty that surrounds you that you just you know you're immersed in it you're living it you have this moment of you know absolute peace um yeah. that you have that you're just sort of driving around and and it's funny right because over the past couple of years i've been posting stories and pictures and things like that just sort of documenting that commute and nobody in my friend or family circle is able to relate and yet there is always that oh my gosh that is what you see mm -hmm. and so you know our kids have had the pleasure of you know coming across moose on the way to school you know after school they come in and they saved a baby turtle or two over the over the last couple of years and they found them in parking lots and they've seen all sorts of cool things that their friends couldn't really imagine from a you know natural um perspective they can say yeah i went to the zoo and saw that but they've never experienced being able to actually view a moose from a few feet away and just having you know the respect for this majestic creature to just observe it and so these are experiences that we always wanted to give our kids, but just were never able to because that just wasn't our circumstance or our surrounding. And so coming up here has given us the opportunity to do that. Yeah, that's great. And you're working still full time yeah. with your, your role that you continue to have. So you're able to remote work, correct? Yeah. I yeah. mean, you got so how do you find that? Well, it's, uh, it, you know, at times it's challenging because obviously our internet speed isn't as efficient as it was in the city, but I think in a way it also teaches you patience. <laughs> um, right. Patience, I mean, if you stand at the right angle and hold your you know phone up in the right angle, you'll get yeah. a great signal. But, but in all honesty, I mean, it hasn't really been that big of a challenge. And as the population starts to grow, the need here will grow as well. And so the amenities will come. Yeah, and there's a, and there's major efforts underway through groups like the Eastern Ontario Regional Network that Hastings County is very involved in, and that's uh, you know driving better service and so on uh, going forward. So yeah, you're right; it will get better, and as we mm -hmm. attract more people to the area, the demand will be there as well. But but it's great to hear you're able to work remotely and, yeah, and I mean, be able to have that connection, and but be in Hastings County. Yeah, it's been, uh, you know, I can't say that it has been that different really in a way because I mean, my my schedule in the city was was heavy. It's I probably get a lot more stuff done these days because and and it's going to sound funny, right? I mean, getting home in Toronto for me meant, you know, winter's coming. Great. You flip a switch, heat's on, you're good. 
Um, <laughs> over here means go outside, stack some wood, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Order wood, make sure you got propane, you know, prepare for it. See if there's freezing rain. Is Are you going to be able to get out of the driveway? I mean, these are all different things that you never really think about. But all in all, you know, when when my mind is perhaps not in sort of that clear space because I have so much going on, I still can go outside yeah. and look around and there is this, you know, beautiful silence. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the fears of anyone that, that's coming from the city is, yeah, it's great temporarily, but isn't the, you know, and we get this code question very often, isn't the silence maddening? Isn't it deafening? And my answer to that is always no, it's it's absolutely magic because in the city, when you go outside, no matter what time it is in the evening, there's always, you know, there's cars and people and subways and this and that. And up here, I can go out, just stand outside. I'm not going deep into the woods or anything, but I, I can literally just go outside and a bird will fly up above my head and I can hear the wind beneath its wings. And that in itself is just this level of magic that you will never experience trying to live in the chaos. That's a great picture. <laughs> I could really visualize that as you describe it. Uh, what I'm, I'm wondering too is you, you, know, you had, I guess, some sort of already familiarity with the area having cottaged in the area. Mm -hmm. But, you know, coming here full time, how did you find the environment in terms of you, you wanted to buy a business, you've, you've successfully run it, do you find the community welcoming and um, you have the connections in the area? Um, I think running a business here, especially, I mean, things are definitely, I would say probably a lot more difficult just because everything is working and functioning at a different pace. Um, living up here, you know, you sort of learn in time and you adapt to the fact that everyone is not attached to their phones and emails, which is <laughs> yeah, right. completely bizarre to us at first. Right. So right. when you send an email, you know, your service level agreement, <laughs> right. Your oh, yep. return is, is much slower, but you know, in a way, I mean, you, you figure out your way around it and it becomes a massive learning opportunity. And again, this is not something that you can you have the time for in the city. Um, you don't have time to track down, you know, the city guy, which who lives down the street, he's practically your neighbor. So you're more likely to run into him at the grocery store and say, hey, I emailed you about this, but let's chat about this and you can actually get it done. And again, I mean, everything is definitely slower. There's, it has its challenges, but all in all, it gives you the opportunity to press not even a pause, but a slow button where you have an opportunity to breathe and think things out and react and, and interact yeah. differently. And that's so all difficult or slow, different. not in a negative way, but more in terms of, you know, it's more of a relaxed pace and you don't feel like you got to be go, go, go all the time. And, and that's yeah. it. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. I am go, go, go all the time. I could probably, <laughs> you know, if anyone ever wants the full on experience of what is it like moving out to the country and I, yeah. I still have a stack of wood sitting outside, I'm you know, happy to create that experience yeah. for them. But um, you probably but, had to get used to the fact that in the fall, everything kind of shuts down because it's hunting season. <laughs> See, it's like, like we've always talked about, oh, you can't, 
yeah, we try to plan things here, or workshops or things or events. So, oh, no, you can't do that at this time. Well, that's everybody's gone hunting. So it's, yeah, that, that sort of thing is, is you know. It's yeah, a it's, a, it's a different way of life. And yeah. I'll be honest with you. I mean, it's, is it challenging? Yes. It's, you know, if, if someone tells me I'm shutting down to, to go hunting in Toronto, I'm going to look at them like they have 14 heads. But you know, I also looked at them like for if like they had 14 heads if they were carrying a pocket knife with them because I'm looking at you going, why do you have that? And yet now, you know, anytime you run into me, I probably have one in my pocket and everyone's like, why? And I say, because I walk around in the forest and on, on the roads and I come across things to forage. So, you know, you never know when you're going to find something to eat. So yeah. you know, there's just differences in life is what it is. Right. And yep. I think a lot of times when you're managing in that chaos and sort of functioning in that chaos, you never have a time, you have the time to think twice about things. And I think in a way it puts you in a situation where you do things just because you got to get them done and you don't really think it through properly. Um, and it just, you know, you, you rise hard, you crash hard and it's all, it's all of that. And over here, I mean, yes, it's slower. Things are, you know, different, but you know, you have a lot of great community members, um, that support you you know it's not to say that it's a hallmark movie by any stretch of the imagination but i don't think any stretch of life is i think you know uh, you know it's people are people and you come across some amazing people but now i actually have the time to stop breathe and speak to them and sort of learn from their experiences and hear their stories which is you know, which is something that I haven't been able to do in many, many years. And so my brain has finally been reactivated and I can work creatively. I've gone back to, you know, doing arts and creating recipes and, you know, coming up with crazy ideas and, you know, just executing them because I can, mm -hmm. right? I don't have 15 million critics that are sitting there, you know, writing in a magazine about me, about all the crazy things that I'm doing, um, and as much as, you know, the fame would be fantastic, but on the same token, it just, you know, you do what you do and you do it out of the passion of it. And, and it pays off because people sort of start to experience what you're experiencing. And so, you know, this is something that we've, we've been managing to do and I've been managing to do. And, you know, my mental health alone has been so much better since we've been here because I have a moment to breathe. I have a moment one of the things that Tasha was wondering about is, is, you know, you've touched on the, the, you know, the mindfulness and so on and being able to get outdoors and the pace and so on. When you're not busy working, is there anything that you like to do in your spare time, certain specific hobbies or activities that you oh find God. in the area? Uh, honestly, it's, you're surrounded by so much beauty. There's all these little gems of hikes and, you know, even Egan shoots, which seems to be our little secret, apparently, mm -hmm. that is not easy to find, but you find these magical spots that you've only seen in the movies and you go for hikes. And that's, you know, I spent a lot of my time just foraging, hiking, you know, going and exploring just different areas, different little, you know, little towns that we have in our county alone that just, you know, it's in, you now have the time to do, right? And it's so close that you can pop by and, you know, grab grab a bite or go for a hike and do, do things like this. And so, you know, I've probably hiked more in the past year and a half than I have in the past decade. Mm -hmm. You know, I've done foraging which has become a big hobby I even you know I take my kids with me they have you know 
insane amounts of knowledge about wild mushrooms, which is crazy to me for a four, four-year-old and a seven-year-old, mm-hmm. you know, to ask me if this is edible and what, you know, what do the spore prints look like and things like that. And it's, it's pretty neat, right? Because this is not something that I could have taught them. I could take them to the market in Toronto and show them the guy that does the foraging that sells it to us, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't have the experience of actually experiencing it themselves, of finding it themselves. And, you know, life here is just because of that mindfulness, you start to notice a lot of things that you just wouldn't have before. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, it's kind of like going in the forest when you're foraging. And at first it just looks like a bunch of woods. But then when you take a moment, you breathe and you take it all in, you see these little things just pop up, pops of color, pops of items, mushrooms, whatever it is that pop up that you never would have noticed because you didn't have the time to just stop and look around. And so mm-hmm. now this is this has become our life. We have the opportunity to stop and look around. We've seen millions of just gorgeous sunsets without having to go on Instagram to view them from somebody else's perspective. Mm-hmm. And there is no cameras, no matter how good your iPhone is, to be able to capture the feeling that comes along with that. There's just this utter peacefulness that comes with being able to observe nature and the way that it works outside of you. Mm-hmm. and that's, that's amazing probably been one of the most amazing things of living up here you're making me want to go for a, a hike today <laughs> get away Not from the screen thing. and so on <laughs> yeah <laughs> well the weekend's coming yeah <laughs> that's it and uh, soon enough we'll all get to slap on our snowshoes and do some of that again it's yeah just, we need the snow for that yeah that's be great yeah, it's yeah. coming though right <laughs> um, one thing i wanted to ask you and you know you probably touched on this already i think from the discussion we've been having, but if you were speaking to someone in back in the big city, what would you say to them in terms of why they too should make the move to Hastings County? You know, like I said, it's um, the city is almost addictive in a way, right? The sense of, you know, for lack of better words, anxiety that you feel on a day-to-day basis that you function on, on a day-to-day basis is a, is a bit of a disease that we all have, (laughs) right? It's an addiction. Um, But I mean, at the end of the day, none of us really feel fulfilled in that sort of lifestyle. There's a point where it just, you want a little bit more, you want to take risks, you want to do something that you wish you had done in your youth that you never did. And this is your opportunity to do it. This is your opportunity to take everything that you have learned from your hustle that you experience on a day-to-day and really incorporate it into your life here where you can have your, you know, mom and pop restaurant and do crazy things and be an innovator because you have a moment to just pause, look around and do things that haven't been done yet here, right? And I mean, it's a twofold. I'm sure there's others that'll look at me and say, nope, don't want that because that'll take away our peacefulness. But I mean, that's that's a part of growth as well, right? As human beings, we we feel discomfort as we grow. And I think that discomfort is very, very important for us as a part of our growth, as a part of our development. And so for someone living in the city, we're, we're on autopilot. So what I would say to them is honestly, just what would you think if I told you that you could just pause, take away the chaos, think creatively, incorporate what you know, and I mean, you're not gonna be 20 anymore, 
But what if you had the opportunity to do those things at that same pace and same, you know, make the same mistakes and grow from them and just live an overall happier life? I'd say sign me up. Yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> yeah. I, I speak to, you know, friends and family on a regular and everybody, I mean, it's not to say that we don't have stresses up here, right? I mean, you can attest to that. You have your stresses. I have mine, but mm-hmm. On the same token, we we do have the opportunity to shut down for hunting season mm-hmm. or, you know, snow days do exist, not just in movies. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, and I like to think that, you know, you have a young family, I have a young family, I'd rather have the stresses that comes with all of those sorts of things in this area than in the big city. For sure. You know, yeah, I, so. I 100% agree with you. I um, yeah. I'll tell you a little story, actually, about, um, I'm going to say probably about five, uh, a few years ago, my my son was in kindergarten. And I was walking him to school one day in Toronto. And he was telling me about a little piece of Lego that he found in the sandbox. And every day he would come come home with these tiny little Lego pieces. And we're just chatting away in our little walk. And he says, I found this Lego, I found that Lego, I said, Wow, buddy, that's amazing. I can't believe you found these Legos. I, I've never found Legos in the sandbox. <laughs> and this little four-year-old turns around and says, yeah, you never find Legos in the sandbox because you never stop to look. Mm-hmm. And that's an insane amount of profound wisdom coming out of this <laughs> child. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as, as a parent, story. I think to myself, wow, here I am thinking I'm here to teach you everything and not realizing that you have everything to teach me. Mm-hmm. And so that in itself made me really start thinking. And I think that was sort of the beginning of it. And around that same time, we had come up here a couple of weeks after that. And we stopped off of Snow Road here on Bancroft in Bancroft. And I took a picture of of, uh, of this lot sort of looking over, um, looking over the, the hills and everything. And I, and I, posted that picture on Instagram saying something along the lines of, you know, sometimes you feel like you've found your future home. And at this point we had no intention of moving up here at the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And yet here we are, you know, four here years. Later. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. And so it really has given us that opportunity to, to find those Legos in the sandbox. And that's, a, that's an amazing thing because mm-hmm. you never have that. It's, it's not, it's not an opportunity that's available to you in the city to, to be able to find those Legos in the sandbox. Well, I think we have a lot of Legos in our sandbox around Hastings. And we have incredible amounts of Legos here. Yeah. Well, we're really trying to elevate recognition of them and get people to come out this way and see the opportunities here. And, you know, certainly your story that you have to tell is another way to help promote the area and, we want to share that. We really appreciate you joining us and being part of this campaign, this podcast, and certainly you're a creative trailblazer in Hastings County. So really appreciate you taking the time out of your day. I know you're busy uh, to chat with me and I think we could go on and on forever, but I don't want to take up all of your time (laughs) today. Uh, But I certainly would encourage people to stop in at For the Halibut Fish and Chips when they're coming through the area and, and checking us out stop by and um, for we'll sure we'll, I mean, we'll post a link us. to your 
yeah your site so they yeah they I'll, uh, I'll actually send you a link to my blog too it's uh i blog yeah, about real life up here which is sort of neat and it's from a different perspective obviously of just adjusting to this lifestyle and it's a beautiful thing so honestly if you're in the city yeah. and you want to not just get away for the weekend and you just want change and you want it your way this is the way to do it just take that time to experience that magic that just has has no longer presenting itself to you in the city that's awesome. Yeah. Send me your link to your blog. We'll take a look at that. That's great. Yeah. Thank well, you for having me, Andrew. Oh, thank you, uh, Natasha. It's been a pleasure to chat with you and hear your story. And yeah, we look forward to talking to you again. Likewise. Have an okay. amazing day. Yeah, you too. Bye.